Welcome to Layover Talks, the company culture podcast showcasing Butcher Shop's greatest asset. It's people from San Francisco to Guadalajara to Vienna. We share honest conversations to offer insights to companies and professionals on how they might grow and transform their own workplace culture. As episodes are recorded organically as we come together in our different locales, expect a variety of voices and hosts to be heard. Please enjoy. And you get the like the Liverpool <laughs> version of it. Yeah, like, like hey, super muggy. yeah, I'm John Lennon. And you know like, what? Yeah, I really like Paul. We can do. We I can be our party. You can be John Lennon. Okay. Oh, what's up? Oh, sorry, I, I, I lost it. It's okay. I, I was seeing a video of him like explaining the songs. He was like, "Oh, we were just young, you know." Oh wow! Like, no, no, come on! I am the walrus. Like that's I think. So, I was just making some eggs. <laughs> and I sort of came up with a song. You know what I mean? Yesterday. Yeah, yeah I do know that. Oh, yeah, the one on the scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs. Yes. <laughs> Did you know I'm that? I'm here with you. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're in the podcast together. Are we recording yet? <laughs> yes. Cool. Oh. <laughs> so we've started. This is the podcast now. Like, oh, uh, nice. ready? One, two, three, podcast. Can anybody say podcast with me? Podcast. One, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to count and then you say podcast, all right? One, two, three, podcast. podcast. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is episode two of Layover Talks. That's our new title. The, the previous title was Joining Hands, then it was Holding Hands, and now creepy. it's Layover Talks. Okay. Is it creepy? It was. <laughs> Holding Hands or Joining Hands? I thought it was Joining both, Hands. Both of them were creepy. Join, <laughs> you joined the hands. When I anyway, read it, was, I was like, no. That was, <laughs> thank you, Ashley, for your very honest opinion. Um, yeah. yeah, so now it's layover talks because this is a layover and you guys are just hanging out here in Mexico and just doing your thing. Uh, I'm talking about the Americans. The rest of us are doomed. Of course. To we be in here Mexico. in Mexico. Yeah. We're, just, we're just living here. This is where we are. <laughs> Existing. This is where we're going to be for forever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> so to my left, I got um, Priscilla. Can you introduce yourself to the microphone, please? I would say like, hello. There you go. She has another podcast. <laughs> She's doing her podcast voice. Yes. Yes, I'm Priscilla. I'm a project manager at Butcher Shop. And I really enjoy it. It's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about how, yeah. how fun. Oh, that's the point of the podcast. Yes. Would you say that? How cool. fun is it? How long have you been a project manager? Um, I don't know. A lot. Like six years. And here? Two years. Two years here. Yeah. Cool. There you go. Ashley Botros. Is yeah. that how you say it? That's how you say it. Botros. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm an account director at oh. Butcher Shop, and I've been doing it at Butcher Shop for two years, mm -hmm. um, but I've been doing account services for 10 years. Oh, that's that's Ooh. a while. Yeah, I'm old. No. no. <laughs> but it is a while, though. Yeah. Do you like it? Uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love uh, helping solve problems. That's yeah, kind of that's what the job thing. is. Exactly what Sounds feels. very fun. Yeah. Claire Williams. Yes. Oh, I'm cool. I Claire think. Williams. Uh, I'm a project coordinator at Butcher Shop. Been there for what's going on like five months. Oh. So I'm fresh blood. Fun. Uh, but in the project management world on and off for like the last seven years. But on definitely, yeah. What's like, the other one? I worked at a I worked at a pie shop for a while. Like I worked at a bakery. Um, Baking. I didn't bake. I like managed. I did bake some days when it was very desperate. Right. Like if we, <laughs> it was a very desperate situation. I would do it. Um, but yeah, kind of went in and out of 
of project management and marketing in general. Right. Uh, throughout time. Throughout time. <laughs> Do you like uh, project coordinating better than making pies? Both are hard. Both are difficult <laughs> for different reasons, and both. both are rewarding for different reasons. Definitely. Oh, there you go. Uh, it's easier at the end of the day to be like, oh, we just make pie uh, than it is. Was it literally pie? Yeah, it was literally like sweet, like a lot like of a, types like a, of pie? apple pie or like key lime. Cool. Or, yeah, we the were, big ones, the round ones. They or just were about the, nine the tiny inches. Ones they sell at Dollar uh, General for special events and occasions. We did small ones, but <laughs> oh, they cool. were doing nine inch pies oh, normally. Nice. Yeah, I got really good at slicing them into sixths. Like I could, I can do it visually. Was that part of your responsibilities? It was part of my my upbringing in the pie community. That's fun. Mm -hmm. Sounds very fun. <laughs> Learning how to, you know, split pies. I've never been good at splitting any pies. I can teach you. Yeah. Oh, if oh I can God. do it, anybody can do it. That's the <laughs> motto. I guess it must be a learned um, <laughs> skill. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And then uh, Alejandro Calderon El Primo. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very as, much as for you're having like, me. You're, you're saved in my phone as Alejandro Calderon El Primo. I'm yeah. very thankful for that. Yeah, it's <laughs> Appreciate cool, it. Appreciate it. What do you do, man? I am in charge of operations at Butcher Shop, but for digital products. For the digital products, specifically. That's correct. Yeah, which is what used to be Maniac. What used to be Maniac. Do you guys right. have like the whole, um, the naming down, like your Butcher Shop? No, I just made this up. You made it up right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Cool. We're still working under the, under the... <laughs> Because you both you structure. both said butcher shop and I still say maniac sometimes, but I'm. That, I that's say butcher shop. shop. Yeah, you yeah. say butcher shop. Do you yeah, work at butcher shop? We have to. You, you didn't that's know what that? we need. To, no, yeah. didn't get the memo. I mean, I, 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 didn't I, get the memo. I guess I no. I I know I I didn't get the yeah. Yeah, the memo. So it's butcher shop. It's just flat out butcher shop. Yeah, right? it's butcher shop. Okay, cool. Yeah, we should be Welcome. using butcher shop. Yeah. Okay, cool. Wow, that's right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Wow. Good to know. Welcome to the podcast from butcher shop. Just looking at my audio editor, making sure we use Butcher Shop for the rest of the show. <laughs> cool. So, um, Claire, you you jumped from from pies to here. Or was it marketing, then pies, then this? How did you get into project coordinating? Uh, yeah, I I went to school for communication because people told me I was good at it. It was a lot of my life as people being like, you should do this, and then I do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so... It initially started as like an account coordinator at an agency. It's very traditional and got tired of like the hoops you jump through sometimes in those spaces, like just the the larger company hoops. Mm. And so I was like, I'm going to move to Chicago and I'm going to do something different. And I, I went there without a job. And so I was a barista for a little while. And then you you so much of it is circumstance of like right. then I ended up at an, at an experiential agency um, doing more on the account side, client management. Um, and eventually we grew projects large enough where I was like, you need somebody on the production side of this. So I right. merged into that. And then eventually I was like, you need something in between accounts and production. So I made up my job title as project manager and did that for a while. Um, but the grind of experiential is really hard. Yeah. So at a certain point I was like, I'd like to have weekends and evenings and like a life. So I... <laughs> uh, I was like, I'm going to take a summer job at a pie shop. And that's cool. where I was just, I'm just going to work at a restaurant. It's not going to be a big deal. And then I ended up being there for like two years. 
Cool. Yeah. So it was, and it, and I when I got there, it was like great. I'll slice pile. Like we had biscuits, and right. it's really great. Was it small? Like, how, how big was it? It's like a sixteen seater restaurant. So it's little. Oh. It's little. Uh, a lot of it's kind of like carry out or takeaway. And right, right. I got there, and I was like, I'll just do whatever menial tasks you need. I'm trying to give my brain a rest. And they were like, Well, you're a little too talented to just be like slicing pies. Like they're mm-hmm. like, Wait, you have an yeah. operational mind, so maybe you should be leading operations here. And that then merged into this like general manager position where I got a ton of exposure people management, which is the hardest part I think of our jobs in general is how do you how do you convince people to do the thing you want them to do, right. even if they don't want to do it. So mm-hmm. like that was both with customers and with employees and with, you know, like vendors and you had I had all this experience. And it wasn't until the pandemic where I started to think like, okay, I'm I'm coming towards the end of this journey, like, what do I want to be doing? And that's where I sort of landed myself back into design. So I worked at a different design agency and then found my way to butcher shop. But it's been a very, it's It's not, yeah, it's not, it's it's not a solid line. And even my, my first taste at project management was kind of an accident. Our, um, our project manager on the client I was on at my first agency went on maternity leave. And rather than like hiring somebody in her place, they just had me do it because I was there. Yeah. So by the time I was done doing that, I was like, oh, I actually like this. This is like puzzle solving and like kind of cool. And you got, I got way more exposure to creatives that way than I ever did on the account side. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very interesting and very cool. And then uh, it just kind of like evolved from there. What's your job like now? It's a, I have a ton of exposure to, to creatives, which is one of my favorite parts. But I also get to see like what Ashley does every day, uh, and I get exposure to our like digital PMs and digital designers, which is a newer realm for me. And there is still an aspect of client management involved right. that is it can be challenging, but is yeah. a, it, like in a growth way. Yeah, it's hard to make everybody happy. Yeah, but you, <laughs> yeah. you, you and you have to live in that in between yeah. of those two. Actually, was was your line more straighter than Claire's? <laughs> Sorry, that's such a <laughs> no, weird way to put true. it. Though. I mean, I didn't cut pies. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you yeah, don't know. Not all of us cut pies. Yeah, I mean, my first job out of college was uh, I was a I ran the marketing department for a small company. I basically told them I knew how to code when I didn't, right. and I looked it up on Google. <laughs> nice. It was we, a great we, website. We do that, yeah. <laughs> No, really. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, we, uh, it was a small company. I was like the ninth employee. We grew the company, got like 22 million from GE. And I went and started another company with the founder um, and ran their marketing department. And then I got picked off to join a marketing agency. And then I was a client of butcher shops and... Oh, and then, they stole you? <laughs> I wow. think I'm not supposed to say steal. <laughs> you are right. I, I jump ship. <laughs> you jump ship. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. You saw a better opportunity, you kind of took it. Yeah, I saw yeah, an exciting okay. opportunity. I had um, some amazing people working with us on a really cool project and um, like fell in love with the team and tapped someone on the shoulder and they were like, yeah, let's go. And I was the first account uh, person at Butcher Shop. Oh, they didn't have account people before? What's an account person, though? Technically, we manage the client relationship. But in reality, what I do is mostly manage a lot of the new business that comes right. into Butcher Shop and kind of working with our CMOs, like big marketers of growth and transformation companies to help them solve their problems using brand. I kind of know what your line looks like. I, I love this line thing, by the way. I'm just going to okay. do it for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so the line okay. thing, right? Did you have a, a lot of client contact before you joined Maniac? Or was it more of a... 
project-specific management kind of thing. Because I know you used to be a project manager, but you used to be not a digital thing project yeah. manager. Yeah. I was in manufacturing. And yeah, I had a lot of contact with clients because the selling person was not that good at it. All right. Yeah. yeah. You had to take and over. it got like confusing and everything. And I was like, hey, you know, I better help you. And like that, we're going to have good projects. Yeah. So that's when I started. But here, I will say that I was always like working with one of you guys, you know? And it's been like, Since the beginning of the year, I believe that I've started like real clients mm. in another language that is right. really challenging. Yeah, yeah. And I really enjoy it, but still challenging. Still challenging yeah. for you. Even though, how was the transition? Did you get to it right away? Or how much knowledge did you have to get from the new digital side? Like to your job, right? Like from before, the manufacturing, like manufacturing side to the oh, digital no, side. Oh, no, that was a huge thing like <laughs> when i arrived they were like uh why are you here like you don't know to code you know and i was like uh yeah but i know how to manage people oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Manage people. yeah, yeah. i was always enthusiastic so yeah it was really hard to have the like the team backing up me you know like doing things as clear said it was really hard but i was so focused like i don't know how to code i don't know how to code and it was my blocker and when someone told me like hey you have really good soft skills so just like be better at that and that's when i started like feeling better about it and i believe that it worked and it's working i hope right alex are you here yeah I'm are here. you in, in the podcast i'm here i'm here what's up man Nothing's up. What's happening? Everything's good. What I'm was your line, man? What was your line getting to where you are right now? My line was... You have two minutes. That a very... <laughs> no, you have whoever there. I mean, I, I'm an engineer, but nothing related with coding. So I got out of college and got a job. No, sorry. I got out of, I got a job when I was 20 and never left that job until I was 30-something. And wow. I got here without any experience on managing digital products or... Right anything code related or <laughs> whatever, right? So I'm in my 30s in this new job and I'm thinking, I'm too old to learn something new. And this is too difficult at first. Like it took right. me a month where I was thinking, I'm not going to make it here or this is too hard, right? Mm. But then you kind of get the hang of it and you start learning and you get to lean on a lot of cool people and a lot of people that are very good at their jobs. Mm. So I think that's very, very a very practical way of, of involving yourself in a new process and a new thing that you've never done before, like leaning on the right people, right? Asking the right questions, going to people that have the experience. So that's what I did. And I think I've, I've gotten the hang of it so far, two years and a half later, well, good, good, two and a half yeah. years later. Well, good job, I guess, in general. Yeah. Yeah. What, what would you say is the main skill you need to like be good at your job right now? I think being adaptable is very, is the best skill. Like being adaptable relates to everything. Every project is different. Every people that you work with is different. Every client is different. So you have to learn to adapt yourself to every situation that you find yourself into. So I think that's the best ability that you can have. have. Follow-up question. Does adapting mean giving things up? Like? Like anger? <laughs> well, yeah, like, <laughs> yes. For example, yeah. Do you have to actually choose which things are actually a fight and which things are you can oh, just... Oh, definitely. Like, uh, sure. You have to compromise on a lot of things. All right. And on a lot of situations. Like... Every day you have to do some compromises. So that's the kind of the hard part, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Is that why when you go back home, is that what you're thinking about? Like the things you had to compromise in? No, I I don't think of work that much when I'm back home. Cool. I'm like, fuck it, I just leave it here and get some get some rest home. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's, I don't that's, dwell. That's a good mindset. Good I don't dwell you. that good much. Good for you. Good for you. So jealous. You guys have a harder time doing that. Can we hear from someone in the peanut gallery who said good for you? <laughs> Ashley, you you. Like how is how is taking the job home sometimes? Well. I mean, there's like, we're all working from home. We were working from home oh, for yeah, a while anyway, so it was hard to separate. I think in general, it's very demanding. And so it's hard to sign off when you know that there's people that are relying on you because you're the go-between. Mm. You're like the the like neuro-connector between, you know, the designers, the developers, the clients, all of these different people. Um, so if you sign off, no one else can do their job, which is hard, but you have to let it go. <laughs> Yes, I tell myself. <laughs> yeah, let it go. Actually. You let it do. That's enough. Yeah. Inside your head. We're repeating to yeah. ourselves. Yeah, it's yeah. a mantra. You know what? I don't have a hard time letting go when I go home, but I do when I go on vacations, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if I go oh, on vacations, yeah. it's a very stressful time for me sometimes because I keep thinking that, oh my God, I hope everything's going well and I hope everything's fine and I hope they don't need me or... <laughs> I don't know. It's very hard sometimes when right. I'm on vacations. Fun fact: I went on vacation one day. <laughs> oh yeah, and everything exploded. <laughs> oh, everything God. blew up. Like yeah, like heads everywhere. You know. I went for vacation for a week, and I'm like, "Fuck it, don't call me." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fine, guys. You can do it. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I think that it's hard in the digital side of it because you have developers working. I mean, when you're like close to a deadline working at night and everything and you're like there you know and it's like i don't know how to code how can i help you do you need drinks pizza (laughs) water tell me you know how does that feel though like what do you do like to to feel better about that is is it always like a struggle i think that for me it's frustrating because i would love to help in another way but as i can't so yeah i just try to be there present that they can write me like how do you feel do you need anything and maybe if they're going to, like, tell me a lot of things that are not good, you know, it's like, yeah, t- just leave it. Yeah. Tell me everything. Let it go. Yeah, I'm yeah, here. Yeah. I'm here. I listen to you. But it's frustrating. I don't know how the others feel. Yeah, I think it's like you have to you have to find some way to, to show everybody you're on their side. Like, you are the client in, yeah. in regards to your team. And to the client, you are your team. Like, it's this very bizarre in-between. And I think there's lots of times where you're like, yeah, this does totally suck still need you to do it <laughs> and i'm gonna find some way to bribe you or reward you <laughs> for that later whether that's like okay the next time i'm gonna learn from this i'm gonna give you more time in a timeline right or i'm gonna literally buy you a drink or i'm going to like that's <laughs> i'd say that to people all the time where i'm like i'll buy you 100 drinks if you can like do this thing and they i haven't sorry uh, but, <laughs> what? But no, really? I'm, I'm about a hundred. But okay, I would next I, time if you ask me something for a hundred, shots. I, yeah. I will bring it down. But it, <laughs> but I think like trying to follow through on something for people so that they know you're not screwing them over. Because I've absolutely worked in places where the breakdown between accounts and creative or accounts and production is the thing that makes the whole company sink. Is because you don't all believe you're on the same team, so you build resentment between the two, and then. People don't want to do things for you and you take the client side because it's easier or it's more rewarding or whatever. And then it, it's like you're, you're never getting anything done. Nobody ever feels good about the work. Right. But it's hard when you're in the middle. You yes. Know, like making everybody like 
happy mm-hmm. is so frustrating also for you because you're not happy you know and nobody ever thinks like a timeline is sexy like nobody ever like you have a timeline in Reich or whatever program and you're like oh I love this it's beautiful and maybe somebody else in your department thinks it's cool but nobody else outside of that is going to be like wow that's really impressive so sometimes it's even hard just not being the producer of the cool thing like seeing designers be able to actually like put art out is incredible and you're like oh well I made a really amazing feedback document like do you want to see it and people are like no it's functional like you're you're kind of a silent background person Um, and it really isn't until I think you leave you go on vacation or something happens where people the framework shifts and people are like oh you're you're incredibly necessary one of the agencies I worked at before I got hired they had gone through like a three-week period without a project manager so designers were project managing their own projects and I think sometimes that exposure even to being like, or anybody who's freelanced, yeah. is like that's a brutal piece of the job. And it, yeah. it pulls you away from being able to do what you actually want to be doing. So, Yeah, here in Mania, we have this, this thing called Maniac Time in which everybody has like a project and stuff. And that's the hardest thing for anybody. It's just people have told me, I need a project manager. I thought I could do it. We thought we could do it. We can't do it. No one's motivated anymore. <laughs> no one wants to do anything. So it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a, do you think you're doing your best job when nobody's noticing you're doing your best job? Is that one of the, one of the things about your job? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think that for me sometimes it's like I hear like silence and that's a good thing. That's good for you. Yeah. So yeah. that's like, okay, I'm doing it. Okay. Yeah. This is so cool. And when someone is, has Something negative is like, okay, yeah, this is not working. But I don't think that we celebrate as much as we should every project that has been, like, pretty cool at the end. Even, I mean, it's normal that we have, like, ups and downs in our projects. But I feel like we're so charged of all the energies that at the end we don't enjoy, like, or we don't don't scream at it, like, yeah, I made it. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, but I have all of this list. And I need to get better at this, you know. Well, Nash has even pointed out, like, part of the pressure of her job, I thought this was very interesting, is, like, people are trusting her word for a lot of money or for a lot of time or whatever it is. And so I think that pressure falls on us that it goes well because it's our reputation mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And, like, maybe I'm just an egomaniac, but, like, that is enough motivation to, like, stay yeah. up late and take eight projects and whatever. Like, you're just like, no, we have to make this work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's complicated. Gotta make it work. You gotta make it work. It's complicated. You end up being the ultimate responsible for something that you have no control whatsoever on. Yeah. Example, right? Can be stressful. You're, you are responsible for a product on which you are not doing anything at all, like the hard work, right? The, the Do you development, wish you could code? the design. I would like to code. I used to code before, not yeah. for a web, but I know how to code, but I haven't tried it so far here at the company. But when that happens, when, when, when for example, when, when something needs to be done, and the only thing you can do is just ask people to do it. Do you wish you could code? I wish. Okay. I wish. I, I could code. Definitely. Yeah. Except they can do it so much better than I could ever do it. Yeah. Coding. Why yeah. the fuck does Ashley's voice sound so good on this fucking podcast? <laughs> it's really weird. It's does she have like a, she has like a very good podcast yeah. voice? And she's so far away from the mic, but it <laughs> so sounds perfect. It. It's just very like interesting. It. It's very yeah. interesting. All right. Do you think... For example, we've, we've talked about, like, negotiating and, like, trying to get everybody to, to work together and push forward. I'm not going to use the expression doing what you want them to do because it's not really you. Like, you, you, ha- you know what needs to be done. Yeah. And, and you get have the ability to, like, uh, to like 
get it done, right? So you have the, the plan, as, as we said, like the, the, the good, nice planning document in your head and you need to push it forward. Does that require you to ha always have like the same attitude towards everybody? Is it easy to have a bad day in this job? Is it difficult to like show everybody that you're having a bad day at this job? Or is it like, I'm with the client. Well, how are you doing? Here's some donuts. What do you want? And then with the developers, like, what do you need? What can I do for you? Is it being an always on kind of thing? It's hard. It's super hard. Like, yeah, because sometimes I get into client meetings and it's like, how are you? You know? And I'm like, perfect. Give me a huge <laughs> smile, you know? And it's like, you're super stressed. But I think that you need to be transparent with your team. I mean, client is another thing. But with your team, I feel like sometimes I am, like, really transparent. But they know when I'm mad. They know when I'm stressed. And I don't think that that's such a good thing. But I have feelings, you know, and I'm not a robot. And I feel like they they have the same struggles And I think that that's a good thing. It's like you're showing that you're part of the team and that not everything's so cool and so nice, but when it is, like, we will enjoy it and we will laugh about it, but sometimes it's not. Shows that you care, you know? Yeah, I agree with that, but I also think, and this is something that I get to see sometimes here with the projects that we have, that I feel like the project manager needs to be sort of a sponge. Like, you have to get the client feedback and get your team feedback. And you have to, I mean, with a the client, there's no other choice but to be polite and nice, right? Mm. With your team, you can bend with them, but you also have to absorb some of it and tell them that things are going to be fine and that you have to be more positive or that, you know, you yeah. just can be like, yeah, that client's shit and yeah, no. everything's awful and whatever. And I've seen that happen and I don't like it. So I think that there's that part of, And I think it's a personality thing where people don't have that filter or don't perceive the things the same way that I might do. And sometimes I, it's not part of their job, right? Like sometimes they really don't need to be like good at handling conflict because they, 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 it's not up to them. Yeah. yeah. I would say that is, as Ashley said, like it's communication. Like the way you say it, like it matters. So you will filter it and you will put it like in a nice way and it will work. But if for sure you come with all the big words and like pointing fingers, that's not good at all. Is it being able to say things in a way that everybody's happy with them? Being able to say hard things in a nice way, mm. I think. Or, or, But I also struggle with when you are too nice to everybody, then you're not taken seriously. So yeah. there's this, also this fine line of having to say the hard thing and then having people take you seriously without being an asshole and losing people's trust on either side because you still need them to do it when you need them to do it. You need to know how to lay down the hammer when it's appropriate, but not do that all the time because you're a dictator. Right. And I think some people like to ride different sides of the line. Like I've worked with project managers before where they're like, nope, I'm in charge and this is the way it goes. And like it's my way or the highway and like I don't really care if you're unhappy. Both. And you're like, okay, you suck, and we're all going to talk about you. Uh, like, we're still going to do the stuff, but like, probably not in the way you want us to. And like, we're going to commiserate with each other. Like, that's not fun for anyone. Then right. you're then you're this like insane librarian person who has no friends at work, and like, who wants to be like that? So, but on the flip side, it's if you're always like, 
oh, that's fine, and that's fine, this is fine, this is fine, then you have no boundaries at all. Yeah, sure. Right. And you're taken advantage of constantly. It's a talent to have the ability to, like Claire said, like lay, lay down the hammer when it needs to, to mm-hmm. be done, but also being nice. But don't you think that it's also, like, really important to get to know your team? Yeah. For sure. Like, huge. Yeah, like, when you know their personalities... And, for example, you know that this person will work, like, the entire night and he will deliver, you know. You can, like, say, okay, so take this time because I know that you don't feel good or whatever is happening. And then you have uh, the other people that you need to push a bit, you know, like, I'm here. Is it everything okay? You know, but I think that's the magic, too. Those are those soft skills you were talking about earlier, yeah. Priscilla, of, like, and that's hard to that's hard to put on a resume. It's, like, hard to... No, I, I don't know anybody who's gone to school for project management. Like, they're like, I'm <laughs> doing four years of project management learning. Right. Like, I, obviously, there's the PMI, and, and you can be, yeah. be a yeah. professional Better project things. manager, all, all sorts of programs. But it's not like somebody, it's not like I in high school was like, man, I can't wait to grow up and be a project manager. <laughs> but, like, you, I fell into it for sure, and I think a lot of other people follow into it because somebody starts going, oh, you're really good at communicating to lots of different people. Or, oh, you're really good at saying a hard thing nicely or And, and how do you, like, put that in a resume how, and, right. and show value to it is is so much harder. Well, different. It would be insane to have to have a portfolio of my work and be judged just on somebody looking at, like, three images. But it's also very hard to sit there and convince somebody, like, no, 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 I, I know how to read a room or I know how to do this or I, I've convinced people of these things and I've managed projects of this size. It's like, how do you sell that? Yeah, it's hard to point. sell. Yeah, yeah, the first time, yeah, I was looking for a job and it was an internship. And I went there because I wanted to be a community manager because I studied uh, marketing. And this guy was there. And I was like, yeah, I can do this, this, and that. Actually, I didn't know anything. But, <laughs> yeah. And, and he was like, okay, yes, but there's, an, like, an available spot on the – you can be, like, a project manager assistant on events. Would you like to do that? Like, I can see you there. And – I said, like, yeah, let's try. And that's how it started. But it was because someone saw this, like, soft skills. And they, they said, like, yeah, it. it's you. And I was cool. Yeah. When, I, when we were in the hiring process for Priscilla, we had people that were more prepared, mm -hmm. I'd say. But I didn't feel like they had the personality to do it. Right. Like, they were too, I don't know, like, framed or in a box. And I interviewed Priscilla, and I was like... Uh, I think she has more of a personality, more uh, of an adaptability trait. I'm dancing that, while he's saying that. That can hold her. <laughs> and I think it's working so far. So I think. It's very, it's very difficult to Claire, judge people. Though. Like we, there was so many applicants, but with Claire, we were like, oh, but people would like her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we like her. Like she's so likable. So if she has to give hard information or hard feedback or to tell someone what to do like they're going to like hearing that or at least respect hearing that from someone like her versus someone that comes in like all uptight and in a box and yeah with a knife <laughs> that's what that was <laughs> there were a bunch of people with knives and we had to say no to them we wanted because to pick why the lady do you have the a knife please stop bringing knives to interviews yeah. <laughs> are you doing this in all your interviews just okay. drop the knife put it out of the screen How do you drink your cereal? That's a good What? question when, <laughs> when okay. hiring. So like, I won't Alex. I won't dive right in I won't get very deep into this, but 
I pour the milk first and the cereal. That's so, that's psychopathic. <laughs> yeah. Everyone tells me yeah. that. Also, so, it makes so much sense. We'll, we'll have a podcast. <laughs> We're a split group on We'll this have opinion. a podcast soon enough about this. Uh, I have to prepare myself. It's called cereal. To, to, yeah, it's going to be called cereal. And I'll walk you through the amazing process of eating cereal that way. It's called Are You but, a Cereal Killer? Are you a cereal killer? Are you a cereal killer? Are you killing the cereal? Yeah, we okay, so that's a that's a new podcast. Yeah, when hiring. have to put that in, in the you know, in the slate. I have a kind of a tough time figuring out how your jobs fit into each other. So could we because you all have different jobs. You all have different titles. Yeah. Right? So how who who's who of the of the who? <laughs> <laughs> I think Ashley's work is the one that's more like standalone. All right. Like she does her job, which is business development mostly and managing client relationships. She tends to get involved with project management because it's related to client relationships, but that's like more standalone. But me, Priscilla, and Claire work closely because, to be honest, I don't see that big of a difference between a project manager and a project coordinator was explained to me but I'm like can you, can you tell us <laughs> it's the same it's insane yeah, yeah it's insane no. okay so it's the same I don't know honestly I know it's also been explained to me and then I just uh, do my job so like I right. don't think about yeah, it that, that happens. much that'll happen to you um, I think the intent for coordinators is to give a lot of focus to internal so that when we build an account side, the account manages much more of the client interaction and client-facing scopes, future projects, et cetera. They mm. are able to keep a really tight watch on that piece. And then project coordinators are mo more focused on internal dynamics, timelines, making sure that things are moving the way they need to without having to split their brain in two places. So right. that's the intention, I think. I hope that I'm is saying essentially that the project manager is like a, a dual role. So you're doing the client management and the internal management. The project coordinator is the internal and the account person is the external. So we kind of have all three. Mm -hmm. And over here, we're, it's not split up. It's yeah, we, we, we didn't used to have that structure. We don't. We still don't. But yeah, we're still figuring out how to manage things because... Also, since most of you already know, we are from Mexico, so there's still that are we? language barrier. <laughs> like, really? Alejandro Calderon. Alejandro Calderon. <laughs> there's still that language barrier, and not because we can speak English, but because culturally, I think there's still like a like a wall between clients and ourselves because we're Mexican. Yeah, because we're, we're Mexican. Do you and think that our culture? Like, we've worked with a lot of U.S. clients before. Is it like a some of them care, some of them don't kind of thing? I don't think they care. Yeah. But there's still cultural things that are different, and I think that's still important. So, yeah, I think we have to climb that wall at some point. So right now, a lot of the U.S. people is helping us doing the client-facing relationships while we coordinate projects internally. Right. But Priscilla, for example, has been managing a couple of projects herself. So, yeah, that's... Like the two sides or just one side? Two sides. The two sides. Yeah. How do you feel about the, without, you know, without being too dismissive, how's the client? You know what <laughs> I mean? Uh, I think that they don't care as long as you have a good communication. I think that for me it has been hard because I need to really, like, think about everything that I'm going to say. And, for example, it takes me 
like ages to write an email, a follow up, uh, I don't know, on Slack, you know, and that has been like really hard for me. But I think that as long as you just like do it, yeah. it's okay. I, I feel like they really appreciate that we try to communicate even when uh, English is not our first language. And I, I feel like I haven't had any problem with it. I think if you communicate often and clearly, yeah. then they don't care where you're from or what you're doing or even like what words you're missing or language you're speaking or anything like yeah. that. If you're not communicating with them, then they'll be like, well, I don't know. Is it because she's not from the U.S. or mm -hmm. something like that? Yeah. But if you're doing it often, they're like, great. <laughs> This is all I wanted. Yeah. Communication. So communication. That's the one. What do you think, this is, this is kind of a big question, but what do you think is, like, the highlights of your job and what's just the job? Like, yeah, what, what makes you feel good about what you do? What what would you say are the, like, the big goals, I guess, that make you go, like, I worked for this, and what are kind of, like, the low points where you go, like, okay, that was so-so, but that's my job. Like, my job is to, like, get through that, too. Harsh it's question. kind of a harsh question. <laughs> It is. It's working with the team. The yeah. internal team and the external team is the best. Like if you pick good clients and you have a good team surrounding you, then your job is amazing and you just get to interact with smart, creative people that are working towards the same solution as you are. Yeah. Yeah. I like working with people that are cool. Like, for example, I've found myself in calls with someone was that was VP of engineering on Twitter for like five years. And right. I'm like, wow. Or we've worked with artists or we work with a bunch of really interesting people that you're like, wow, this is so cool that I'm in a call with this person. Right. I like that. And I, I also enjoy a lot working with the talented people that it's on our team. Mm. Pretty, it's pretty awesome. But is, you haven't answered this question. I would say that I love working with people, you know, like I love like having these relations with my team and client and like the U.S. team and everything. I, I love to be in the middle. I would say that what I don't like a lot is, like, documentation. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, I have to do this. I have to take notes. Yeah, documenting stuff. Yeah. So I like to record meetings. It's better. Yeah, I like that you, you go then, through them. But then do you go through the meeting? I mean, I know where the spots, right. you know, to the go through stuff, it. Yeah. And, yeah. But I really enjoy talking to people and everything. Sometimes it's exhausting, but I love it. You know, it's like my passion. So I love my job. Did you guys like have in the past or have right now a methodology for doing your job? Did you get it from a book? Did you develop it? Because it's also being organized. You got to be organized. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be, we got to get organized and stuff that's a reference to a key and peel sketch that we will we will not <laughs> it's a very obscure reference my point is yeah do you organize in a in a specific way do you know scrum or pm book or or do you just develop it on as you go i think it comes with it right i think it's a bit of everything i mean i have a certification and everything but i feel like you own it you know it's like You learn about all the steps, all the process and everything, but then you adapt it to your industry, to your team, to your personality, and that's your methodology. Right. Yeah. It's about just trying to do the best thing for the project at all times. It's taking everything that you've learned and everything that you know and all the tools that are out there 
And then picking and choosing and adapting that one based on what the client or the project or the internal team needs at that time. And it's a lot about like, it's there is an element of creativity in like figuring out what the right solution is and what's going to be the best tool or whatever it is um, or the solution for the situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, the, is I mean, that everybody else's answer too? Uh, no, I think the thing I learned before was that being too precious about anything is unhelpful. So, like, that's a piece I try to hold on to is that, like, you because you have to adapt and you have to shift to team dynamics, changes in your client structure, like, all, there's everything shifting all the time. That if you are a person who wants things to be perfect, you're going to struggle. But if you're a person who wants things to be like good or well done, you yeah. will like not struggle so hard. It's just about the picking and choosing of the battles is like such a big piece of it. And that methodology, that's like my inner thought process a lot of times where I'm like, maybe this isn't perfect, but it doesn't have to be. It would be worse if it, I'd be wasting time if I was making it perfect. Right. Is it more common that you have to say like, this is the right way to do it, but we can do it whatever way you want. Because, yeah. Yeah. Because because even like I've, I have a certification too. And in that, it's that's all about me- memorizing okay. answers right, to right. something that like isn't applicable to real world stuff all the time. Um, it can be helpful to help you reframe how to look at a problem. But right. yeah, you could look at so many things and be like, okay, the correct way technically to do this <laughs> is this. Would that work in this situation? Absolutely not because of X, Y, Z factors. So I think a lot of times it's just sort of same. And even with the, I struggle with documentation too, because there's times <laughs> where I'm like, I know we should do, I know we should do that, but like, does it make sense? Or it's kind of like, this is a sh- really short sprint. So am I going to really spend like yeah. 30 minutes cleaning up notes that nobody's ever going to read because this project's going to be over in two weeks? Like it's, right. it, th- that's always very hard too. Like, you know, what's right. And you know, it's fast. And you know, it's like, best for the project i don't know i'm like rambling at this point no that's cool it was a very good answer <laughs> okay, thanks thank you. you all right i think i think we're gonna kind of wrap it up with this uh, last question thank you all for being here i will thank <laughs> you after this question too oh. because uh, i i also stumble across okay um what do you think this is kind of like a closing thought what do you think you do best and what do you th- what do you wish you could do better not only, like, in, in a person kind of way, but also, like, in a job kind of way. You know what I mean? I, like, I'll go first, right? I wish I was more organized sometimes, but I really don't think that I'm bad at, like, you know, standing my ground of stuff. So I think that that's the two things that I think is my thing. So what do you, like, do you, do you wish you could, like, be better at, like, putting the job behind you? Or something like that. Is that a too is that too big a question? Is that okay? No, no I I okay. know exactly what I'm gonna say. All right, cool. <laughs> I feel like I'm really emotional. All right. And I would love to like better manage that. You know, yeah. I, like I get attached a lot to my feelings, and I would love to like make it like cool. You know, like play it's it cool. Right. Yeah, like yeah, it's all right. Yeah, Priscilla, let it go. So yeah, I would love to that to happen. What do you think you do best? I think that people, I mean, to understand how they feel, how can I help them, even when they don't say anything, like reading people. I think that's, yeah, strange. That's cool. You are. Like, this this is a big question, so I won't, like, 
I don't know. Do you want to answer? <laughs> Honestly, I have the same exact answer. Cool. I am way too emotional. I am too tied to the success of the internal team, the client, whatever it is. But I also think that because we're emotional, we understand how to read people mm. and how to navigate tough situations. Okay. So it's a, we get both you. sides. I feel better now. Cool. <laughs> Also, you have a great podcast voice. That is also just, yes, just one of the yeah, things. Do. I don't think you, you should change that. Like, just try not to She's change so that. Suiting. I love that. <laughs> She's very cool. Blushing. I wish you could <laughs> all my podcast. What's up, Claire? What's up? What's happening? That's a, that is a big question. You can give like you can just you know what whatever. I think I'm answer. good at getting. I do think I'm good at getting people to like me. Not a. Hopefully not in a manipulative way. You usually just think I like end up in a room and people mean. are like, she's hilarious. And I'm like, thank you. Here's the timeline. Um, <laughs> but I wish, I do wish I was better at, at being, I watch other people be like three steps ahead of the thing. Right. And that's a very cool feeling when you are that way. So kind of like chasing that high would be something very, yeah. very cool. I had another thought, but I've. Well, probably not being as forgetful would also be something that <laughs> I would like live to get over. Thank you for listening. This was Layover Talks, a butcher shop company production. See you next time. <laughs>